What's going on, everybody? It's Rockman 2K3. And I am not C-Dub today. I am the illustrious <laughs> brother, H. Because, my oh, brother, no. it is the first day of Black History Month. And today, and this day, marks the first. Oh. <laughs> Need you to take it serious. The first. <laughs> The first day that we will begin to recognize all of our brothers and sisters in video games. Praise Hotel. Grand Rises, my brother. <laughs> Praise Hotel. Peak Blackness. <laughs> oh, and we're back again for another great episode of The Nerd Plates. I'm your host with the most Rockman 3K3. Beside me is now the great brother H. Brother H, thank you for joining me today. On no this... problem, my brother. Brother C-Dub told me to come and he would... He is uh, with his wife, as 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 he uh, loves to do with his children and his blessed family. I'm glad he's there with his family and insurance. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into it today. Um, I've forgotten I must adorn myself with the. Oh snap! Let me see. Uh, are you, are Continue, you my brother. I did not mean to interrupt you. <laughs> so I guess you're putting all the horse there. All right. Well. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, uh, to of course commemorate the great Black History Month that is Black History Month, uh, we're going to go in with a letter actually from a fan. We're going to start with that first. Uh, so, Mr. Brother H, are you ready, sir? Absolutely, my brother. I am here to assist you in all of your needs today. So As we must do to all of our brothers, we must help and pull each other up. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Please continue. So, <laughs> as well as our, uh, as I said, we have a letter from a great listener, Mister Shogun, and uh, he goes through and he has some great things to say. Here's his letter. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read it for us. It says, "Happy New Year, Nerd Plate. Congratulations, C Dub. Keep your head up, Rock Man. Yeah, this this." The past year has been rough. Uh, what, what a month 2023 came in with the gaming explosion of content. We have Sony knocked it out of the park with The Last of Us. We have Nintendo fixing the Joy-Con drift finally. And then we have Microsoft releasing games. And he has a little dead skull, uh, skull bot. Just wanted to speak a few uh, speak about a few topics. Hopefully not to interrupt the flow of the show. First, Last of Us. Obviously, HBO's latest groundbreaking series, but it, it's basically a one-for-one translation of the video game, which has all the fans happy. I'm concerned about what's going to happen when they get to The Last of Us 2, the story. Um, what other video game story would you like to see a one-for-one adaptation for the big screen or streaming service? My pick would be Mass Effect Andromeda. Ugh. So Rockman can see how good of a game it is. No, it's not. I've, I've gotten 20, 30 hours into that game is trash. Anyway, uh, how far rush? Uh, what a surprise. It feels like a Dreamcast throwback. It does. The spiritual successor of Mega Man Legends mixed with Jet Set Radio. Future. Nice. And Dash of Sunset. Oh, job. Really having a good time with this. And I hope Microsoft continues to let Tango Game works. Um, evolve this game style into something larger. I like that. Uh, I think the people on the internet are being ridiculous when it comes to being tolerant to others' opinions that you might not agree with. I'm not excusing her horrible behavior, but I respect having a difference of opinion. Plus, the game has nothing to do with the creator 
of Harry Potter, but for some reason, they're going to penalize the whole franchise for that. Are you guys going to get the game? Okay. So, first off, thank you, Mr. Shogun, for that nice email. Uh, I'll let you respond first. Brother H, how do you feel about that email? Well, I don't have it pulled up, so let me assume I pull up and I want to attack this bullet point by bullet point and give him a very succinct answer. As far as video game on the big screen, I think we have all, uh, we can all uh, say that Halo was a grand disappointment, as mm. uh, I figured it would have been. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Brother C Dub also relays to me that there was there was sexual relations in there, and mm-hmm. uh, when we did play Halo, I do not remember having any of those interactions. So I think they took some liberties with that script, and uh, therefore that series turned out to be not good. Trash. Uh, so yes, uh, I think. Paramount Plus missed the boat on that. They didn't even see it coming. <laughs> uh, um, as far as video games on the screen, uh, it's not really... There, there are a few that, uh, that that I would like to see, but eh, Assassin's Creed, there have been rumors that that is coming back and it's going to be redone into a Netflix series. There's also rumors of God of War getting its own live action series on Amazon Prime with Christopher on Amazon Prime with Christopher Judge being to being able to play the role that he has so beautifully voice casted mm-hmm. uh, these last two game iterations. But uh, that it, it that is that is a good question, and I will have to think really lo- hard about that. Uh, so far, Assassin's Creed has the best one currently because, as you know, we're attached to that series. But being at it, being being at it from Netflix's point of view, Netflix, who also said they don't they don't cancel good TV shows, which as a lie, uh, uh, I, I do think the Netflix engine would do Assassin's Creed a lot better than the the movie with. The, the Michael Fassbender gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not sure. Not yeah. sure what they were attempting to do, but to tell the story, that was not uh, the result. So I, I will say Assassin's Creed for now, but I will probably come up with another one later. And okay. I, of course, I will ask Brother C Dub his opinions when I next see him. Of course. Of course. The next hotel meeting, I'm sure. Um, he is not a brother. Hotel. He, let, let, let me say a, a few things about Brother C-Tub. He is not a hotel. He does not subscribe to the belief systems that all, you know, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> I'm not going to put his business out on the street. I'm going to let him tell it when he so gracefully returns in his position here. Indeed. Indeed. I, I will also have some words with him. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I would love to see a Contra Shattered Soldier uh, anime that would be dope. I think Contra would be a dope anime either on Netflix or done by uh anybody like Trigger. Trigger doing it would be dope. I mean, they're the same people who did uh Cyberpunk Edge Runners, so I think either Contra being an anime and being on Netflix or either Crunchyroll would be dope. So there's that. Oh, <laughs> um, and then for me, because he, he also talked about. 
Oh, you said bullet points. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Continue, brother. Continue. Oh, I will, I, I will have to pull it up. Um, okay. Because the next thing was... I, uh, do, I did enjoy the uh, Hi-Fi Rush uh, oh, presentation so as it was. So it's but a great game. If I'm going to be honest, I am... Personally, I enjoyed Jet Set Radio Future probably more than most games that were on the original Xbox. And I'm tired of, of being led astray as it would be to uh, being hoodwinked and bamboozled by the thought and promise that we are going to get a successor to that game and using the motions and the engines that the game was run by to only provide us with a charlatan and a husk of what we truly want, I do not appreciate. Well, no, wait a minute, no, Brother H. I mean, Hi-Fi Rush is actually really good. I mean, yeah, they use some cell shading, but it's, it's a good game. It stands on its own. I understand, my brother. But so was Sunset Overdrive, and that came out with the original Xbox One, and we have not seen yet a, a DLC or a, or a sequel or perhaps even a prequel that would use the sliding mechanics and the, the general uh, good-natured tomfoolery that was in that game. Well, let's not forget about all the 90s references. There was a lot of 90s references. The Technodrome shootout, like when you die, or like you coming out of like the phone booth, like Bill and Ted, it, it, was, it was dope. A wonderful game, but again, yes. that was that was many, 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 many years ago. We need something else, and to be an Xbox original game it speaks volumes to Microsoft's creative ability, which means they could do it. They just don't want to do it. Well, and then here's the other thing too, and I hate to be that guy, but it was actually made by Insomniac Games. So, and since they're right there with Sony, as in like exclusive studio now. It might be hard for them to pull out a second one. I mean, they could. Mm-hmm. They could very well do it. But with Sony but, being as cutthroat as they are right now at the Microsoft about this deal, uh, I don't know if anybody's going to be extending hands across those two nations right now. So. Uh, well, that is just two, uh, two white corporations fighting amongst themselves, which will do nothing to do nothing for us but to profit off of. We just need to take the opportunity and seize it and, and go forth with it. I don't yeah, no, I mean, I'm all for the art of war on this one. Yeah, well, let's, let's do it. Um, and so the, the next thing was, uh, have you checked out the, the Last of Us uh, show yet? Uh, myself and Brother H, uh, Brother H, I am Brother H, uh, Brother uh, C-Dove have, have said and spoken extensively about the topic. And we both agree that it is a very overrated game because we have not played it. We will play it eventually. It is on our list of things to do. But because there are other things that are far more interesting in our in our game sessions, primarily FIFA at this current point, because soccer is a wonderful game, uh, we'll get around to playing it when we get around to playing it. There is no timetable for that. <laughs> well, just to give you guys a heads up, it is free if you get PlayStation Plus at that oh, time. So. We have the discs, my brother. We don't believe in downloading. <laughs> oh, all right. Well... There's that. So, yeah, just whenever you get to it. I'll play a little bit of it. I need to watch the show. I haven't got a chance to sit down and watch the show yet because I've been too busy watching everything else and, of course, watching... To which uh, streaming service will this gracious show be be uh, able to be viewed upon? HBO Max. Yes, HBO Max. Oh, then we absolutely uh, have have that um, series, series uh, service. Yes, we will, we, will, we will add it to our list. There you go. There you go. So we've got to watch it. Uh, give us some time, and uh, we'll come back with our whole spiel on how that's going to be. Uh, his, 
Mass Effect Andromeda. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, sir. Ugh, that game was. Brother C Dub tells me that you are the only one that hates this game. No, I am not. There are plenty of other people out there that do not like this game because this game is definitely not Mass Effect. It was Mass Effect adjacent, but it wasn't Mass Effect. Sorry, not my Mass Effect. Hashtag not my Mass Effect. My brother, I am not here to argue with you. I am merely reporting <laughs> what he has told me. Um, and then also, this is more so for you because I, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but I will say the Hogwarts legacy. Or I'm sorry, C Dub. It would have been a good uh, question for C Dub. Uh, I am a huge fan of what they're doing with Hogwarts legacy, and I respect it. Um, brother H, you've talked to C Dub recently. Is he going to get the Hogwarts legacy? And how does how do you think he would feel? Most emphatically, he is. As a matter of fact, he included myself upon a, a group text with Brother Adric, um, and mm. he has informed us that we will be getting this game. Mm. Now, okay. uh, as far as myself and Brother Adric are concerned, we will just have to reciprocate with another game that we ourselves will purchase that we may indeed include it in our game sharing tri- triad. Yeah, triad. <laughs> Come on, brother. Come on, come on, come on, my brother. You got to, you got to keep up. You got to no, keep no, up. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to keep forgetting you got to eye, keep up. The eye of Horace at 180 degrees angle. You know what I'm saying? Of the, I get, oh, it. get it. You can't, you can't get too far. You don't want to oh, spoil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I'm but uh, yes, brother, brother C Dub will absolutely be getting Hogwarts Legacy, and um, he has he has journeyed through through a multitude of emotions uh, these past months and dealing with creators and their problematic behaviors but we also have to remember that white people are crazy as hell so um but that is not to say that black people are not as well as as the same but look at Kanye West brother C-Dub has uh, had a long history with Harry Potter uh, stemming from early early second grade I believe is when his mother bought him the first books or has gotten him interested in it so he has it has been a part of his life for many years, and he's grown and has loved the series, the movies, and all the things that have come forth with it. Now, recently, the Pasha Moors, as they call themselves, I, I'm not sure why, but have begun to make the series just a little bit unbearable to the rest of us. Uh, myself, I do not read that as, as it is witchcraft and wizardry and... Uh, uh, I, I do not find myself susceptible to the white man's tricks, so I will I will allow Brother C Dub to purchase it. Well, it, I will it, allow him to purchase it, and he will enjoy it. But I will say, um, from the demo that I saw him play, they have done a remarkable, remarkable job, and the character creation and what seems to be the environment that it will be a Hogwarts, as they called it. Um, as and as far as creating a character, that was the most prolific use of black hairstyles and textures, and our skin tones are correct. And I, I was I was absolutely thrilled. But to see that the creator himself has made a a, a fool of herself in the public eye, it just brings brings much sadness to my heart that we cannot all exist as one. Well, and if I can step in real quick and say this, Brother H, I think that a lot of the people, and I, I get it, you know, she's she said some horrible things. She's the whole self-proclaimed turf movement or whatever. But I think what people need to understand is that if she had one, much like Shogun said, she had nothing to do with the actual game itself. 
yes, she's still going to get paid the royalties on it because, unfortunately, it is still her creation. They made it in her universe. But at the same time, it's like, how far can you go? So if you're going to boycott everything she's ever touched, are you going to boycott, you know, uh, the Radcliffe kid who actually played Harry Potter? He's a good actor. Like, it's not his fault. Yeah, thank you. Danny Radcliffe. It's not his fault that she turned like that. He was just doing his part. And he's, you know, said how he felt about the whole situation. Are you going to boycott, you know, every single, like, book? Are you going to boycott every single person that had anything to it's just, it's like at what point? And so I think a lot of people have to understand just because she's saying that, and I get it, she's the creator, doesn't mean that, like, this person who worked on this particular body of work feels the same way. Um, and yes, there's no way for us, because that's just law, that's just how it is, she'll get her cut of it. But just, you know, I don't, I don't think people, I don't think you should make people feel bad for picking up this project, because this is something every Harry Potter person has wanted. I think they're more than welcome to pick it up. And just in the future, if she drops anything new, that's when you all just cut it off. Just like, all right, cool. We're not going to do this. Because basically, I think people don't understand. It's like, it's okay to support something that you've had memories with. It's okay to do that. You just know that, like, the person that did, you know, this particular thing, they might do something wrong. Maybe don't support them in the future. Maybe don't. You know, just, it's weird. But it's one of those things where you can separate the artist from the art and it's okay to listen or observe the art but at the same time like as far as making sure they're good and i know it's tough when they make direct money from that then you have to just ask yourself all right cool what are some other alternatives or like you know all right cool i'm gonna do whatever but don't sit up here virtue signal make other people feel bad or just like whatever because again multiple people multiple creeds multiple cultures worked on this game so before you go on the righteous path of judging people, just remember, like, it's not that serious. Chill out. Well, my brother, I think you can just buy something and not align yourself with those views. For example, many people still listen to R. Kelly to this day. Now, Robert is a is is was a probably a good brother growing up, and he went through some trials and tribulations, and he made some decisions and choices that I cannot stand in good faith and support. But his music was good. The same thing with Brother Michael. And most recently, Chuck Berry, as we found out, they did absolute deplorable things to women and children. Thanks. And yet their music has touched us in a way that we will no longer be the same. So as long as you can se- separate yourself from that belief system and know that you support what you support, I think you're fine. There you go. So there's that. Thank you for the love show, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, on behalf of myself and Brother H., Thank you. And I'm sure C-Dub, if he was here, he'd also say thank you as well. Peace and blessings, uh, my brother. And may the sun forever shine itself on your path and illuminate you to greatness. One of them. I uh, heard there were three. <laughs> Praise Hotel. Uh, in any case, are you ready to get into it, sir? Before we get into it, though, you have something special that you want to bring up. Well, for <clears throat> for one, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, celebrate a, an actress as even though she is white, she is an actress and she is a person that needs to be celebrated. Uh, uh, Miss Annie Wershing, um, a wonderful actress, has uh, succumbed to the the throes of death and is now with Allah as we speak. Uh, She apparently was diagnosed from a cancer in 2020 
and much like Brother Chadwick, uh, continued her acting career in secret. So, not in secret, she continued without revealing her diagnosis. But she's been in many things, and uh, we wish her many rest in peace. And, uh, you know, for her family, you know, we wish nothing but the best. Thoughts and prayers and steadfast healing. Yeah, no, I mean, RIP to, to the GOAT, man. She's been in the, the nerd industry and the nerd culture for a while. I mean, she was the board queen. She was Tess in uh, Last of Us, the video game. She was um, Borg Queen. She was in uh, Star Trek's Picard. Yep. She just she was, was she was a Borg, but she was not a Queen. Queen. Um just really awesome, man. So yeah, just shout out to her and just condolences. Um but yeah, so you know, we say RIP to a great legend. And uh we just yeah. So what else you got going, sir? You wanted to go first this time? I do, I do. Ouch. Um, but first, let's take a pause for the cause. All right. Thank you, my brother. Uh, yes, uh, brother C-Dub told me to take his spot this week and possibly for the rest of this month, but no, no. only, <laughs> only to educate the masses on the beauty that is black in games. So, uh, this is the first day of uh, black history month as the white man has named it. And we will not let it go unnoticed without celebrating one of our own who is a pioneer in the video game industry. So today we are celebrating um, the father of video games as we know it. Um, we're going to celebrate brother Gerald Lawson. Um, yes. Yes, an mm -hmm. electronic engineer known for designing the Fairchild Channel F video game console. Yes. And being on the leading team that pioneered what we know as the video game cartridge today. Yeah, he actually made the patent for it. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have any of the N64 stuff, Nintendo stuff, any of that. Exactly. Uh, this brother was born in New York City. And um, in 1970, he joined the Fairchild Semiconductor uh, Company in San Francisco as an applications engineer consultant. But he unfortunately worked in their sales division. Uh, he would later join up a very uh, a private club of engineering, I guess, fanatics that include Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs. Just that's just nice to know. Dropping some names right there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, while he worked at Fairchild, he created an early corn-operated arcade game called the Demolition Derby. And he did this in his garage. Uh, he completed it in 1975 using Fairchild's new F8 microprocessors. And Demolition Derby was among the first and earliest microprocessor-driven ga games. Uh, later on, this brother would make his way up towards the ranks of Fairchild, Lost, or Fairchild Semiconductor. And he would later refine and improve technology that would be what we know as ROM cartridges, as Brother Rockman has said. Uh, these will be inserted and removed repeatedly from a console unit without any danger of electric shocks, and it will allow the users to buy a library of games and provide a new revenue stream for the console manufacturers throughout the sales of these here games. But yes, we were going to celebrate this brother today because without him, we would not be playing the games that we have. 
Uh, and we thank you for your service. Thank Unfortunately, you. we lost his brother early in 2011. But still, we would not have these games today. So we are celebrating Mr. Lawson today, and we will continue to celebrate Black creators throughout this month. Thank you. That is that is my that is my time for this segment. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And yeah, he's very important. Uh, he's known as the Godfather of video games, um, and I think that's amazing because yeah, without him, like I said, we wouldn't have N64, Super Nintendo. None of the cartridge-based systems. None of the systems, really, period. So he's, you know, in a way, a father of home consoles. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, your legacy always lives on through us. Every time we put it in the system, a game, anything, you know, always think about that. So there's that. Now, to jump into Mon, I actually have a new segment myself. I have what I like to call microwave memories. That's right, and keeping in with the food show. Uh, microwave memories is where I go back and kind of revisit a game. And this game that I went back and revisit is something I played for a while, I think, Saturday? Resident Evil 6. Now, <laughs> I went back to this nice little gym, and I was like, huh, alright, let's see if I, because you know, I had some time to kill in between something. I was like, you know what? Let's see how this game is. Let's see if it's it's bad as I remember. And I went back and I played it. And, you know, in, in hindsight, um... The game isn't so bad. It just had a lot of misses, and it was just doing a lot at the same time. Um, now, I don't know, too, if this is just because it's the definitive edition, and it's like high D, I mean, high D, high definition, high res. Um, but the it seemed like they fixed the partner AI, because I remember the partner AI being really dumb, especially on 360, where I got the game originally. Uh, the partner AI was a little bit dumber to me than Resident Evil 5. Uh, but it seems like in this high definition uh, remaster, it seems like it was a little, well, not remaster, but um, I guess just the upscale. It seems a little bit better. Um, they definitely like healed me and got me up when I fell down. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. I was like, man. Also, I didn't I didn't realize the chapters were, were as long as they were. Then again, when I think about it, because it, it's a multiplayer game, I guess they had to make the chapters long just to make people enjoy the, the game or whatever. Uh, the puzzles were different than I remember, but they're still pretty cool. Uh, things like that. So, of course, I played with your boy, Leon, because, you know, Leon S. Kennedy is, is the main out here in the streets. Uh, I played with him and Elena, and I went through there, I think, the first two chapters. And I was like, all right, cool. So, I think I'm going to keep on it and see if I can't go through everybody's and get through everything again, uh, especially since I have it on the Sony PlayStation 4 slash 5 now. So uh, my data is not it has not carried over because, of course, my original data is on 360. So I want to see how far I can get and things like that and just see the differences, things like, you know, what changed, where this like series failed, where it had its success, because the, the multiplayer is actually pretty cool. But some of the things are dated, like, of course, um, just some of the systems they use for the combat's a little dated. Um, they have some good ideas, though, like making your medicine readily available by putting it in the tablet slot, and then you just, like, pop it whenever you want to. That was cool. Uh, so, yeah, just going back to Resident Evil 6 now and the, the microwave memories just to see, like, hmm, is it as good as when I ate it the first time? Or is it just, man, am I, am I seeing things through rose-colored nostalgia? So... It's a lot of fun. So far, it's it's actually pretty cool. Um, I think five is still better, 
Uh, six was just kind of like we're doing too much at one time, but five was definitely the action penultimate, like Resident Evil that we needed in our lives. So I walked back down memory lane on that one. You're more than welcome to join me if you would like, Brother H, anytime you like to play some Resident Evil six. Uh, but yes, no, it's, it's, it's good stuff. This is all is well, my brother. As long as you enjoy it, I can do nothing but support you in your pursuit of happiness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What you got next? Oh, um, it's a, is it back on myself? Uh, it's back on you, sir. <clears throat> well, uh, I will go ahead with my first uh, bit of news. And I am sorry to report that apparently uh, there's there's a a white gentleman by the name of Justin Roiland, who apparently is uh, going through tough times. As we know, uh, Justin Roiland is the co-creator of a popular program called Rick and Morty, in which a white man uh, basically runs the muck amongst the multiverse and does exactly what he wants to do, as the white man has done to us. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah, good all Justin Roiland. It, it has not been a good week for him. So, unless you've just been living under a rock, this man has pretty much been dropped from everybody like a bad rapper on a label. I mean, hot. They've been dropping it like it's hot. Now, on some occasions, like, for example, his uh, gaming studio that he worked with, Squanch Games, um, he actually turned into resignation before, uh, and, and that's probably just to save face and save them from getting just dragged under the bus with them because Highland Life is already facing a, a little bit of scrutiny. And, well, it was getting good buzz, and people were just like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. But this definitely put a dark shadow over it. And with him resigning, I guess he's hoping to save the company in the game. But I can tell you it's not going to be the same after this one. Um, however, Adult Swim uh, dropped him, and then they're still waiting to see if Hulu's going to drop because, you know, he has that show on Hulu. Um uh, Solar, Solar Opposites. Which is hilarious, and I like Solar Opposites, but I don't know what's going to happen to it. Um, but Adult Swim has made a statement saying, hey, we'll be just fine without Justin Roiland, so don't worry, we're going to hire someone else. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how Rick and Morty is going to play out, and you know how funny the writers are going to make it without Justin Roiland. Are they going to make fun of this fact in typical Rick and Morty fashion? What's going to happen? Things of that nature. But uh yeah, it's not looking good for our hero, Justin Roiling, as uh, not only has he been up on domestic uh, abuse charges, but also there are evidence and text messages surfacing with him grooming minors and talking to minors in some very weird ways. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking like a good week or so for Mr. Roiling. You did it. <laughs> Brother A, would you would you like to enlighten a little bit more on the No, you said everything I was gonna say. Oh, alright. Sorry. Just all I think I can say is if they, if he's guilty, he will face uh up seven years in prison. If everything else, you literally just took it. Listen, kind of ran hate, with it. Sorry. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. So it's like you said, I the white man just you know, running wild. I enjoyed this program. I, 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 I will not say I, I didn't, but I, it is what it is. 
Yeah. And I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about the the children. I think it was just the domestic abuse things. I know he, the young lady put out a, uh, a um, what's it called? Tweet. Mm mm. No. Training order. You, you oh, can't yeah, go with him yeah. like a yeah. hundred feet and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. No. The also the the tweets of the different text messages have been surfacing. It's just like not good, man. Not good. Like, uh, we're talking about young thug getting a perk in front of the judge. Not good. Like, not good, bro. Not good. Oh uh, well. Saw that coming. Right. Um. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, are you ready for my story, sir? Yep. All right. So my story. Um. Actually, it's pretty funny. So, Disguise Seven has been announced. Which, yes, Disgaea is still going. I'm sure a lot of you are just like, oh my god, like, that game hasn't died yet. And it's like, no, it is not. Uh, Sky 7 will be announced sometime in the fall, I believe, of 2023. Um, this is very exciting because we are, um, I, I mean, we hadn't had good old Sky 3, you know, I'm sorry, Sky 7 in, like, forever. Um Disgaea is the game series that has spawned many games on top of Disgaea, like Phantom Brave, the Prenny series, which focuses on the exploding penguins in Disgaea, which is hilarious. Um, but it's going to be great. If you're not familiar with Disgaea, Disgaea is a fantastic tactical RPG that's been out by Nis America since, God, the PS2 days. So that's way back in the early 2000s. It's been flourishing on all systems, including the 360 and PSP. Um, and on top of that, you've got like so much you can do in the game. Uh, in this one, they're bringing back the reincarnation system as well as the evolution of the item system to where you can put souls into an item. They're bringing back all kinds of stuff from the netherworld. You're still in the netherworld doing stuff, new characters, of course. The printies are back, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, so just definitely check out for that or check that out really soon. We're talking about fall of this year. I uh, can't wait. Looks good. The trailer looked good. So I'm excited. Uh, am I going to get it? Probably not because my backlog right now of RPGs are crazy. I still got to get the new Star Ocean that's out. I got to get the new Valkyrie uh, profile. So yeah, it, I got a while before I get to that one. But for all you Disgaea fans, definitely check that out because, of course, Disgaea was really awesome. So it's fans of Brave and a few others. You'll love it. And also, you'll see the printies back in here. Like I said, if you're a big fan of the printies and printy cannot be the hero, you definitely got to check this one out as well. Because apparently now they have gigantic printy that can roll over anybody on the field. Really crazy stuff. So check that out. It's going to be awesome. I have no idea what you're talking about, my brother. I do not <laughs> journey too far into the RPG realm. As I don't, uh, those games just do not interest me. I prefer things that make you think a lot less. Uh, myself and C Dub, brother C Dub, have shared many video games, and the ones that don't require a whole lot of planning seems to be our speed. Run and gun and action, lots of sports. We do enjoy sports. We do enjoy the competition uh, and fighting games. Those are those are definitely our matrix of. Uh, fortitude, as it would seem. But if that's all for that, I think it's time for one more commercial break. All right, so welcome back. And I'm going to go ahead 
and go with my next story. So my next one, um, Brother H, it seems like Xbox CEO Phil Spencer uh, is very confident that the deal for Microsoft's acquisition to of Blizzard uh, or Activision Blizzard is still going to go through. Now, an update on this, just in case you guys didn't know what was going on, in case you've been under a rock, because there's been a lot of back and forth between a lot of the commissions, the EU commission, uh, the FTC, which the FTC is pretty much throwing their hat in and said, no, this shouldn't go through. We're going to do whatever we can to block it. Microsoft, I think, has sent out the lawsuit towards the FTC. And they've also subpoenaed Sony, which that's crazy. Um, but that's something As they, they have. Right, because Sony's out here talking mad shit. Uh, but Phil Spencer said it's been a learning experience for him, and that he says he remains confident in it, though. Now, you know, again, just going back to everything that's happened so far, if you don't know what, what happened, basically, I think this acquisition was announced, but back in January of 2022? It's mm, been a while. Maybe a little bit after that. Yeah, like, but... Basically, they announced this back at the beginning of, of last year. Let's just say that. And ever since then, you know, this is fresh off the heels of all these different acquisitions that were happening. Sony had just bought Bungie for, uh, uh, I think, $3.9 or close to $4 billion. Um, Microsoft had just bought Bethesda. Embracer Corp. Uh, or Embra- I'm sorry. Embracer Group had it was on their way to buying uh, all of Square Enix's Western uh, developers, which was uh, Crystal Dynamics and the studio who did um, uh, Days X, which was uh, Idos and a few others. But anyway, it's crazy stuff because right in the middle of all this, you know, when Xbox announced this big, huge merger that got everybody's attention, uh, Sony protested immediately. I mean, didn't even wait. Immediately hating from inside the club. Like, no, nah, I just don't want that nigga to get in. Um, They immediately said, like, hey, I don't know what we're going to do about this, but we don't like this because they're getting too big. And this brought forth attention from the European Commission, uh, a lot of the different little countries' commission, trade commissions, and, of course, the FTC. Um, Now, of course, all the big competitors that were, like, you know, competing with them or people consider them competitors, like Nintendo, um, Capcom, a few other people, they're like, yo, we don't mind this. This is just what they do. We don't right. care. We have products. It doesn't matter. Um, but Sony really took this to heart and really played on the strings of the EU commission, as well as a lot of other small trade commissions to kind of come in and say, hey, we got to stop this deal. So uh, now, for everybody who doesn't know why Microsoft wants this to happen, they don't really care about Call of Duty Overwatch 2 and all those. Those are the big, like, that's what Sony's trying to get the court to see. But really and truly, what they care about is acquiring King. Because if they get King, they get the mobile market that they've been gunning for. And it only enhances their mobile market and starts to put them up there with Microsoft. I'm sorry, with uh, Google and Amazon. So it's one of those things where, like, that's where they're trying to go. But this acquisition... It's been tough for them. Now, the acquisition is valued at $68.7 billion, um, and hopefully something happens soon. Because meanwhile, while this is not going through or it's still in that limbo, Activision is doing very poorly. Now, of course, Call of Duty is still doing numbers. Overwatch 2 is still doing numbers. But Bobby Kodak is fucking that company up. And I'm sorry to say that, but he is severely ruining the company. Um, 
so yeah, it, it's been one of those things just like, what are they going to do? What's going to happen? And uh, it's cool that Phil Spencer still feels confident about this, but it's definitely going to be a long journey because it's kind of only just begun. But we're still going to see more lawsuits from the FTC, Microsoft. We're going to see more subpoenas fly around. We're going to see more of them going around talking to Nintendo and other competitors to see what's going on. Um, Brother H, how do you feel about this situation that's going on? Well, I think as Brother C-Dub has uh, eloquently put before, um, they need to stop hating and let those brothers cook. Uh, As far as the mobile market, I could care less because Microsoft doesn't need to make mobile games at this point. Stick to what you're good at, which is buying up companies uh, unsuspectingly and using them as first-party stuff. Works for me. Don't really care. As long as the games work, don't think you'll have any complaints from me. Uh, that's really it. I, that's, yeah, you really can't argue with that. Uh, and don't forget about World of Warcraft. That's yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah. As much as, as as good as King is, that World of Warcraft money is uh, different. If you bring that exclusively to PC, oh my goodness gracious. It is. It is. And, you know, I, and I just want to reiterate a little bit more, too. Microsoft has also done really well with this past um, showcase. I want it more, but at the same time, I like how they did it, and I like how they shadow dropped one of the games that were actually mentioned. So that's very cool. Fun fact about Hi-Fi Rush, which we talked about earlier with the letter, that actually has been in development ever since 2017. So the fact that they could hide that for close to, like, Six, seven years almost. Like, that's amazing. Um, and then on top of that, that's a lot of patience. And that's a, a big gamble because, I mean, if it didn't work, it would have just been bad for them. But this turned out really well. I like the heart and soul of the game. It's a lot of fun, a lot of action. I love the beat, the rhythm. The music is really good. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm very proud of how Microsoft handled that showcase and i hope to see more i'll see more with starfield maybe even get a demo that'll be nice but i know bethesda really doesn't drop demos like that um but yeah no they're they're, they're definitely coming out of the gate swinging and thinking a little bit differently and i think that's that fresh blood they need to kind of jump the year off to give at least to give the, the fans more you know so brother h what do you have sir uh, well, I have, well, unfortunately, I do not have uh, one single story that will take up as much time as, as you did, which you have eloquently put out. Oh, good good knowledge, and we Thank appreciate you. it. So Thank I will unfortunately have to combine three very small stories. One, you will not enjoy. Oh, no. One, you will not care about. And two, you sh- and three, you should be very excited about. So uh, which one would you like for me to start with? We saved the best for last. Let me go with the one I will not care about for 300. You one you will not care about or one you will not like? One I will not care about. Let's do that first. One you will not care about. All right. If you have uh, Brother C-Dub has uh, put forth a, a wonderful game that everyone should be playing last year. It is a mobile game by the name of Marble, Marble Snap. Uh, they will yeah. be adding their 1v1 PvP uh, at the end of this, well, by the time this comes out, it will, it should, uh, but yes. So it is a card game, a, a, a very simple card-based game with Marvel heroes attached with different effects and whatnot. 
very fun game, very entertaining game. Uh, brother C Dub had has very much enticed me into playing it. I I picked it up and I've started myself. For, I have four decks now, so that is wow. good, and I, I'm very very excited to the new packs that they're adding on. So, um, if and if if you should download the game, uh, please enjoy the PvP that will be available by the time this episode is out, which will be the first. So nice. Okay, that is the one you do not care about. Would you like the one you will like or the one you won't like? Give me the one I won't like. Still, Avatar: to The Way of the Water is now at two point zero seven five billion dollars. And has so far and has surpassed Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Not really surprising there, as that movie was dumb. Uh, <laughs> but now, uh, this is now it has now made it the sixth movie to gross two billion dollars globally at the box office, as well blazing past MCU's second highest grossing, grossing film, Avengers: Infinity War, just a couple of days ago. It is only $120 million away from surpassing the third spot, the third place spot of, you know, most grossing, highest grossing movie ever. So now that makes James Cameron have two movies that are on the top five highest grossing movie list. Rockman, brother, how how do you feel about this? I have you seen America. the movie? I hate America so much. No, I haven't seen the movie. But like, it just, it infuriates me because this movie isn't good. The series isn't good. But of course, because it's, James Cameron, freaking James Cameron. Oh, um, people are just gonna go support it just cause and then say it's great. It's oh, it's so good. Oh, it's it's. I don't uh, think you should pass judgments on it, brother. Is if you have not uh, foreseen no, the film. No, no, you're right. I've not seen the film. I just it, it's if it's anything like the first film, which the first film was fucking stupid. Uh, then this one will probably be the same. But I'm still gonna give it a a, a fair. A fair chance. I'm still gonna get out there and be like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it. But I think like, about the tone of your voice does not make me believe that you are going to give it a fair and chance. It, and it, and it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I can reiterate, does anyone else find it odd that he's doing all the elements like you know that other Avatar series that everybody knows that's supremely better? Mm, the the How do you regular mean? people, the water people, and then the next people are gonna be the Fire Nation. Oh. Mm, I wonder where he got that idea from. He's so original. Oh, that James Cameron. I think you might be reaching on that one. I don't know. But... Oh, I might be reaching? I'm just saying, the Ash people? The Ash people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, figure it out. I don't know. Well, it's... okay, if you want to be technical, James Cameron, Avatar came out, what, 2006? Yeah, it came out after. The... No, 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 no. The Last Airbender came out in 2006. No, it came out before that. It was... It was like I think 2003. Hold on, I'm doing. I don't think it's that early, bro. It, yeah, no, it's been a while, man. It has. It 100 percent has, and it's a and it's a fantastic series. It is. All I'm saying is, James Cameron has been alive for a long time. I get that. He's still not as crazy. Everybody's like, oh my god. Yeah. So it came out 2005. That was the release. Ah, see, I wasn't that far off. Yeah, James so, Cameron's been around. There's I mean, chance. I get that. There's but a chance. Like, but, but come on, man. Come on. The the water people, now the fire people. Mm-hmm. What's next? The air people? Air, land, and sea? That's what we do it out here? Get out of here, man. Just, 
I no. think the first movie. You know was, what? Was you know what? As much okay. as people are just like, oh my god, you know, you know who had who would be a, do a much better job of this? Tom Tom Clancy. If he was alive, or his writers, put his writers on this. Say if we're gonna, if we're gonna do Dancing with Wolves, let's let's go all out. Let's do Dances with Wolves and Shadow Government. Why not? Those two things don't don't go together. <laughs> they totally do. If oh. if James Cameron can keep doing this garbage with Avatar, sure. Why not? Don't really get people's beasts with the first movie. It wasn't that bad. Uh, it was terrible. It was dancing with it was dancing with Smurfs. That's all it was. The evil capitalism. It's the Smurf berries. I'm a Smurf now. Yay! I'm gonna fight for the Smurfs. All right, the end. Get out of here. Again, I don't understand your hatred for that movie. I I I'll, I will give you Terminator, but I I don't know. I enjoyed Avatar. It was alright. Was it the uh, most original concept? No. No. But then again, there is nothing original anymore. Everything's either a no, remake but like, or the, the fact that it's making billions of dollars. It might it. just be a good movie. There were plot holes in um. There were plot holes in every movie. I get it. There's plot holes in 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 both of Avengers movies. They yes, but still love Avengers. Bricks. I know, but like bricks. This, come on, come on. This is... Thor was fat in his last Avatar, Avengers movie, bro. Hey, Come on. hey, he was he was still a good guy though. Still a good guy. No, I'm not giving you that. <laughs> uh, I, I just say let that man live. I'll let that he man live. Ain't. When you let storyline live. Oh about... no, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still mad at Terminator. Don't give me, don't <laughs> don't ever get that twisted. Still waiting on the war. Genesis. Oh, we got it. John Connor's Terminator. What? Ah. Well, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Can't really get can't really get that mad because Battlestar Galactica did it in the nineties. Hey, but don't that's say they okay. did. That was the whole no, point of no, that, though. No, Cylons, no. Cylons were going back in the future and trying to stop everybody. The Cylons now and humans. Everybody wasn't. Everybody was shouldn't have been no dang Cylons. I mean, no, it was just like seventy. Everybody was a Cylon by the end of that show. Of the crew, okay. We don't know if the was or not. There wasn't but ten people left. <laughs> if we, that, don't, we don't know if General Dama was a Cylon or not. We never we they never exactly. answered that. So I'm just saying, don't do that to my show. I love Battlestar Galactica. That was a good show, okay? Not gonna do yeah, not gonna I, disrespect my man I, Edward James almost, okay? Everybody was a Cylon. Legend. Don't care. Legend. Mm. 14 skits, 14 tracks. It's a class. <laughs> Got barcodes, class. <laughs> anyway, on to the next one. Uh, the one that you should be excited about. Uh, the young actress Ayo, I think I'm pronouncing her name right, Ayo Edibiri. Uh, she was on The Bear. She's a co host. She's yeah. the co star on The Bear. She will be joining the Thunderbolts. Yes. That's dope. Uh, whenever, whenever we get that movie. Um, yes. But this happened in 2022. At D2, D23 Expo, Marvel Studios unveiled the first look at the Thunderbolts, revealing the returns of Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, it's some hard. Hannah stuff. John Cameron, <laughs> yeah. David Harbour, Sebastian Stan, Florence Pugh, and Olga Kurylenko. Uh, with this number of characters in the lineup, it reflects the original six Avengers and Nick Fury 
Uh, most fans are wondering if the final product will also include some new faces, given the long-running history of the group. So, yes. Um, she's young, she's black, and she will be in a Marvel movie. Uh, they're planned for a 2024 release, but we'll see. If I could just add a little bit to that as well. Um, so I watched The Bear, and I, I love that show. It's amazing. She was an amazing actress in that. Uh, she should have gotten an award. Most a lot of people on that should have got an award because it was a very good show about what it's like to be in a restaurant, the craziness, the frenzy. I think she did a really good job of that. Uh, even her character development was very well told, even in a few words. It was just like you learned a lot about her and what she had to go through in her life and why she's like she is and why she's working for this place and her struggles in that workplace. It was really cool. Um, so I really got into it. I really enjoyed it. So when I saw that, I was really excited because she is a great actress. So I can't wait to see what she's going to play in that, whether she's going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent or a superhero or whatever. I hope they give her a good part Excuse me, because she deserves it. She's uh, amazing, outstanding. So I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, that is, that is all the stories that I have, my brother. All right. Well, I got I got one more. I kind of want to share, if that's okay with you, sir. Um, it's your show, my brother. I am just here to assist. Well, well, brother H. So I want to talk real quick about. Let me see if I can find it here. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So there are two things I kind of wanted to ask your opinion of, sir. Uh, the first one, Jordan Peele. <laughs> about his remake of Akira. Now... <laughs> Doesn't need to happen. I know. No, here's the funny part. He was quoted as saying he's glad it didn't happen. Now, Brother H, we've seen some of his movies. I still haven't seen Nope yet, and I've heard some very mixed to, like, bad reviews about that, but I have to see it for myself to see what's going on there. Um, Do you think the world would have been ready for his mix of Akira? I mean, I probably wouldn't, because I, I think it's, I, I have this really, especially when it comes to, like, the old traditional few, like Vampire Hunter D's, the Akira, the Wicked City, uh, Eight Man, like, you know, Ninja Scroll. Like, just don't touch them. Just don't touch them at all. You know, whether you're a good director or not. Because, you know, at one point, there are, like, five different people talking about doing the Akira movie, because, you know, DiCaprio wanted to do it. Um, someone else wanted to do it, Jordan Peele, and somebody I can't remember the other two or three people, but like everybody in the mall was someone doing Akira, and I was like, No, please don't. Um, how do you feel about this? Um, I think he needs to stop where stop while he's ahead mm. and go back to comedy because I his movies just generally don't interest me anymore. Um, I had no problems with uh, Get Out, I had no problems with. Uh, was it us? Mm-hmm. Us. I, I I didn't mind us. It definitely had some plot points. I have not seen Nope, and I don't plan to see Nope. But um, and as far as the cure is concerned, just let it live. Just let it be. I don't think we need a live action of everything, as Cowboy Bebop has unfortunately proven to us. I I, I yes, like I know. that. You show. still you still like it? I, I do. Nobody else but did. Like, I get like I can't. I can't defend it because I get it. It had a lot of things they did wrong. A lot of things. And a lot of changes that were just like so far north of like the series. But no, no. as far I as the just leave it alone. 
Right? I just, yeah, that's one of the classics. And then one other question I was going to ask you is, they just released a new trailer of Super Mario Bros., the movie that kind of got him and Donkey You Kong should up. not be talking about this because you are so adamantly against it, remember? I am adamantly against it, like super. I, I, I just don't. I know y'all think that I'm just being like, but. Yourself? New, yes. Not being a hater. But the, the I didn't say that. I said yourself. That's that's how y'all feel about me. But it's whatever. But like the Mario Brothers movie back in the eighties was so bad, so so bad. You should be happy that there's a good one coming out. I, I don't. I just gotta see it. That's all I'm gonna say. I just gotta see it. I'm just. I can very tell you right now, the movie's gonna be a thousand times better than that movie. I, I hope so because I I can't. I you know can't why? Because it. it's animated, as it should have been in the first place. I, I know. I just can't take another bad Mario movie, man. I can't. My heart can't take it. It's like if they release like another bad Ninja Turtle movie. I can't do it, man. I can't. What Which bad I mean, Ninja Turtle movie? Uh, everything Michael Bay did. But, you know. That's, man, that's that movie was not that bad. It wasn't. You need to go back, to go back it, and watch that movie. That it movie wasn't was as bad, bad as it could have been. It wasn't as bad. Oh, as well, yeah. It wasn't as bad. That means it's good. No. There'll always be one. And that two. movie was fine. Bro. One and two are, are, are the best. Three, I don't know what the hell they were doing. It was just hey, let's travel back in time and be samurais. <sighs> They're already ninjas. That's one step away. I, I I don't understand it either. It's just look. They're like we can sell toys by doing this, and they they did that. It was I don't know, but yeah, they ain't made a bad ninja turtle movie in my eyes. My brother. <laughs> Frog's brother C Dub. I don't know, but in my eyes. Well, the Ninja Turtle movies were great. Well, to quote to quote our brother Bootsy, uh, Bootsy Collins. No, uh, Bootsy, as in, in white Bootsy badass. Yes, Bootsy uh, badass. Bootsy, you said. I, Bootsy, I forgot. I yeah. Confused. No, uh, Bootsy. I forgot. Like his his saying for the famous like the Ninja Turtles. Wipe me down. Got the whole world. That was I it. Forgot, <laughs> yeah, he that said was the lie. He said something before oh. the lie, but like. I, I can't set that up right now. So, in any case, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, so the new scene with Mario, getting back to that, and him, and uh, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong mm. looks kind of, it, it looks interesting, but uh, just, it I looks don't, good. Why don't you just say it looks good? I, I don't, I'm just, I've been burned. Why do you yeah. hate new things? I don't, I don't hate new things. I'm just worried, man. I'm just worried. I, I don't, because that's like the Street Fighter Six uh, game. I, I want it to be good. I just, I'm still in the back of my head. I'm still worried they're gonna pull that five on us and be like, "All right, here's 15 season passes. Get ready." It's like <sighs> that's Capcom. I, I can't speak on Capcom, but at least you know Nintendo's gonna make a good movie. Capcom shouldn't even be Cap no more. They should just be Cap. That's what this <laughs> Capcom. That's all they be sometimes. Cap. You said Capcom shouldn't be Cap. I think you meant Capcom shouldn't be Capcom. They should just be Cap. Yeah, that's they, what you meant. That's what I would say. Yes, you said it real fast. I did. You said it real fast. I caught it. That was good. That's why. That's why I messed with you, brother H. Your your horse trickery is pretty good there, sir. I'm good. I'm only here to see what you don't see, my brother. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> oh man! And then did you before we go? Did you hear about that? About the special commentaries is coming for that one for, for Street Fighter Six. So apparently, Street Fighter Six gonna have commentary packs. That's just like. Commentators for like the the one chick, uh, the Vega chick from WWE. She's gonna be a commentator. I, I don't know. I guess for online battles, but I don't care. 
I don't know. Just give me the game. That's what I want. Just make sure the game is good. That's all. I, I will be getting that game from somebody. I'm not paying for it, so it means nothing to me. I gotta, I gotta see, man. If I get oh, no, it, you're gonna buy it. Oh, I hope. But I, I will hope. be getting that game from somebody else. <laughs> uh, as it, it as it was written, sir. Yeah. <laughs> as it as it was written, so shall it be. <laughs> Hilarious. But uh, that is all that I have. Uh, do you have anything else that you wish to add, my brother? No, that was it. I was just really just like, hey, you know, still worried about how that's going to be, Mario, and then, like, you know, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, of course, just before we go, PlayStation 5, talk about making the PlayStation 5 Pros. That's going to be hilarious because people still can't really find PlayStation 5, so that's very interesting to me. Oh, I've seen a few. Yeah, possibly. I've seen a stores. few in every places. Right. <laughs> so I've seen Walmart have three. I've seen Target with two. I think they're becoming a little bit more prevalent. And they've already put out a disclaimer that in 2023, there won't be as much of a shortage. So I think by this time, if you don't have one, you just don't want one. Well, did you hear that there's rumblings that they might be working on a PS6? Well, they probably already start. They probably were working on the PS6 before. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, the console—it's it, sad now because the console—it's good for us, but the console cycles are a lot longer. So they used to be like ten-year cycle. Now they're getting into close into like fifteen years before we can really be like, okay, cool, it's time for a new system. Because I mean, like, Which I mean they're yeah. getting shorter. No, they're getting longer because I mean, even when this new PS Five and Xbox One or Xbox Series X, sorry, um, their whole thing came out like you still don't really see any next gen console games until like the second or third year oh, you mean really the games out. i thought you just meant the systems no no systems uh like it's, it's about staying in that 10 year mark but like the game cycle is like seem to be like 15 years almost yeah so well great stuff but in any case is. that's all i got uh brother h is there anything you'd like to add i do not um, uh, I, I think I will be filling in for Brother C Dub this entire month, so I will be back more next time with uh, more education for your mind and to navigate this world. You know, stay safe from the white man and keep yourself blessed, black, and beautiful. Keep quoting six degrees on them. I'm Rockman 3K3, Brother H. We out. <laughs>